welcoming Claire maybe to the show though. Hi Claire. Hello, Jesse. Uh, it hasn't been long. You were here last Tuesday talking about song lyrics. We got so much good feedback on that. Thank you very much. Oh, that was so my pleasure. I love that. And you get through so many books. Uh, I'm always impressed that you have three new books to talk to us about every time you show up. So, um, <laughs> show up, that's not a nice way of putting it, is it? every time we invite you in. Um, tell me about Spoiled Fruit. So this is a really delightful new anthology, and it's an anthology of queer poetry from Aotearoa. And it has been edited by Damien Levi and Amber Etho. And it's such a lovely thing to have. So they have gone, um, this is their first publishing project together in book form. And it's a lovely two-part anthology. And the first part is called Bad Apple, and that's kind of introduced by Damien. And then the second part is called Spoiled Fruit, and that's introduced by Amber. Mm. And it's just this delightful collection of um, poetry that is, I love anthologies like this because you can dip in and dip out and you can discover new people. And I definitely have discovered new writers through this and have just found it a very welcoming anthology. You know how sometimes they can be quite hefty and epic? Yeah. This one is kind of slimmer and less intimidating in a way. Yeah, got it. Um, I, I don't recognise too many of the names on that list, although that's not saying much. Um, but good to hear there's some uh, fresh talent in there. And do the does the poetry tend to be on the theme of queer issues or does it just happen to be uh, writing by queer authors? It's, it's writing by queer authors um, for sure and it ranges through lots of different states of being. There's lots of kind of love and longing and um, little snapshots, I guess, of an intimate life. But I think that's poetry at large. There is a um, there's a really sweet short poem that I could read. Oh yeah, please give people a taste. So mm. this one's called "I Would Give You Some Violets, But They Withered," which is a quote from Shakespeare's Hamlet, and the poem is by Al Spurlock, which is a great name. And the poem is: I tried for two summers to make your abandonment pretty, and I think now I finally know what it feels like to be Ophelia, fruitlessly picking my best parts for your too eager, too deceptive mouth handing out flowers as we both drown. So I thought it was, um, it's kind of a, a slightly bleak little poem, but also <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> yeah, and, and I love um, I love when a poetry draws on another piece of, um, when a poem draws on another piece of work or another um, uh, piece of literature. Um, it's quite rewarding because it, yeah, it allows exactly. it to say a lot more because if you've got a familiarity with that first piece, you bring all of that knowledge to the poem. That's cool. Yeah, and everybody knows that image, I think, of Ophelia um, floating down the river, surrounded by flowers. Thank you. Spoiled Fruit, an anthology of queer writing from Aotearoa. And you've got another flash new book from an up-and-coming new author, The Vintner's Luck by Elizabeth Knox. Claire, where did you discover this one? Well, this is obviously an oldie but a goodie. So this um, novel by the incredible Elizabeth Knox, is 25 years old this month. So I have been rereading it and just freshly astonished by it. It is, if you haven't read it before, I think, in my opinion, it is one of the greatest novels ever written by a New Zealand writer. Wow. And it's it's just kind of, it's a huge feat of imagination, but also of pulling something off that is really hard to do. So the story is um, set in France, 
in the 1800s. And it's the story of Sobran, who is a winemaker, a vintner. And it tracks his life through visitations of an angel called Zas. So Zas is a fallen angel, and he visits um, Sobran every Midsummer's Eve. And that's how Sobran's kind of life story unfolds, is through these kind of interactions with this angel. And it's just an astonishing story because it's so outlandish the idea but Elizabeth Knox makes it very real and she makes the angel very real and even more amazing I think is that the book does go into theology or a made-up theology I guess of what heaven is like what what hell is like and what God is like and what the devil is like so it's just quite amazing um complex world building but but with this beautifully steady story of a life of a man and his loves and his losses and his triumphs and his failures. That's great. And I have no objection to you, Claire, um, throwing in a kind of an oldie but a goodie in with your uh, new reviews because it's so hard to keep up with the new stuff that you do sometimes forget there's so much beautiful classic material out there that people might might know by name but not know too much about. I think this is a perfect example. Yeah, exactly. It's so lovely to go back to these books and, and remember why they're so good. So this book did really well. It was um, It's Elizabeth's fourth novel, but the first to be published out of New Zealand. And it, it won awards and was kind of universally loved around the world. So it, it's, it's an important book, I think. That's The Vintner's Luck. And then another beautiful one, uh, which I've just given to my son, actually, The Observologist by Giselle Clarkson, who I interviewed a couple of weeks ago when it came out. Yeah, isn't this such a delightful book? I was so astonished when I saw it. Not surprised, given Giselle Clarkson's kind of clear talent. But this is such an incredible book. So it's a handbook for mounting very small scientific expeditions. And it is written in a kind of hybrid style, like a manual. So it's got lots of her beautiful cartoons in it and that comic style, so beautiful little pictures with thought bubbles and boxes. But it's also got great in-depth sciencey information throughout mm-hmm. it. And really what it, I think it's intended to do is to help families look into your own homes and backyards to discover the life that is there. So it's a really beautifully presented exploration of bugs and fungi and plants and what you can do to kind of really look at them. So it's full of activities and um, fun expeditions you can do just at home. So it's kind of the perfect summer book and I think a beautiful Christmas present. Yeah. And we're used. Some people may know Giselle Clarkson. Um, she does the illustrations for our Critter of the Week T-shirts, among other things. Mm-hmm. She did the famous New Zealand cakes and slices. But we're often used to seeing her works in isolation or, or one illustration. But when you get a whole book that's been created by her brain, it is sort of like opening a, a, a magical world. It is a magical world, and I heard a rumor that this information just comes out of Giselle's brain. Like, I don't, I don't think she needs to research anymore. <laughs> and, and I think that really shows because the pages, when you look at them, everything is so wonderfully integrated. So the information really locks together with the drawings and the, the comic elements. And that makes it really fun to read across ages because little kids can really get into the pictures 
older kids can get into the information and families can can discover the activities. Claire, thank you so much. Really great to chat to you. Uh, thank you for these recommendations today. Thank you. That last book was The Observologist by New Zealander Giselle Clarkson, The Vintner's Luck by Elizabeth Knox, and Spoiled Fruit, the Anthology.